Welcome. You're listening to Korean Women's Girl Podcast with our host, Cheryl Kinan-Pasan, owner of City Girl at Work. Our Korean Women's Girl Podcast is about sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly side of creative entrepreneurship. Hi everyone, this is Ari. I'm going back again for the first intro for Creative Women's Co. podcast. Okay, so I have to tell you, there's something new going on for this season. I'm just going to share with you this awesome news. I want to introduce you again to Chorikina Pazan, aka Char, who is the owner and CEO for um, City Girl events here in Chicago. I know you probably have heard her story and our conversation back on the season one, which you totally should definitely listen to. Tell us how um, how do you feel about those episodes, what you have in mind about that story that we talk about and the conversation that we had with Char. But for this specific episode, though, I want to introduce you to Char because drum roll da, 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 da. <laughs> i'm just so excited because we are inviting char to be our host for the season three of creative women's go podcast so char welcome back thank you so much what a great intro thanks ari i'm so excited ah <laughs> i know right we were talking a little bit about hey char do you want to do this crazy thing do you want to become <laughs> our host for the next podcast season and she's like oh my god yes <laughs> like, oh my god yes no okay, question yes of course <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just so excited that we're finally making it happen and um Tell us a little bit more about you, um, because I know maybe some of the new listeners don't really um, know about you just yet, Shar, because maybe they haven't heard uh, the podcast episode about your um, episode. Do you want to share a little bit about you for now? Yes. And Ari, I'm so, anything Ari asks me to do, I'll pretty much do. Maybe even <laughs> rob a bank. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully she doesn't ask me to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm really, I'm really excited to be the season three host. It's going to be um, a fun ride. You you have no idea, you guys, listening to these these amazing women we're we're interviewing. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, but more on more to come on that. Um, a little bit about me. Yes, call me Char. Um, I own a brand called the City Girl Brand. Started off actually uh, this year is our ten year anniversary of the City Girl Brand, which so excited about. Um, yeah, ten years goes fast when you're having fun. Oh, I um, know. <laughs> It's it's not always been fun, but it's it mostly fun with a little bit of it's worth it char mentality in there. Um, and so I started the City Girl Weddings and Events portion about 10 years ago, um, being an event planner, a wedding planner, really helping people through some of their amazing life moments um, and really growing as a great, a great growing experience um, and becoming a better human for it. Uh, hopefully through that. And then um, it was interesting. So Creative Women's Co. actually Ari approached me, I don't know if it was a couple years ago, um, about having some of the Creative Women's Co. events uh, at the City Girl space. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, being able to see this amazing group of women each month come into the space uh, really allowed for me to see what the, what the space could be. Instead of just being my events office, it could be this event space where women could come together and really learn from each other and grow. 
And that was almost the catalyst for City Girl at Work, which is my new baby. Um, City Girl at Work is the new baby of the City Girl brand, (laughs) which (laughs) um, officially started last year, towards the end of last year, we launched. And so really, it allows for women to gather together to co-work, to learn and grow from one another and really have this community. Um, And yeah, so that's, that's what I've been up to. It's a co-working creative event space and an event planner and all the fun things that I love to do. So that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> Honestly, though, no, I have no idea that um, Creative Women's Go has an impact to that level for oh, you yeah. in your business, Char. Of so course. hearing it just kind of makes me feel, oh my God, there's this other impact that we are creating again for more women. So I'm just so happy to hear that. So now, yeah. though, I want to focus more on you because this <laughs> new um, thing that you're creating, the City Girl at Work, I kind of want to know more about it. But before we start talking more about City Girl at Work, tell me a little bit in terms of how did it even get started, right? Other than um, seeing Creative Women's Co. event at your space, and then you're kind of thinking this is going to be really cool to use the space as um, something more than just your team's office, and maybe you have have the office to be like multi-purpose and stuff like that. What problem do you actually see in order to, um, I guess, like get your entrepreneur juice flow? I, guess. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh and my God. what do you actually see? I guess like in, in your perspective, why do you have to create um, City Girl at work? Yeah, no, that's a great question, right? Because people are like, isn't isn't your one business enough? Are you crazy? Um, <laughs> and the answer is uh, no and yes. <laughs> so, um, so, and the reason, and, and for me, it's, I'm never driven by money. For me, my, my drive is my why. And my why is to help people, help others throughout different parts of their life. So with the wedding side, it was um, it's helping people to get to the next chapter without going completely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and with the, uh, with the city girl at work, yes. Uh, creative women's code definitely was a catalyst. So thank you for that. I don't think I've ever told you that. So that was a, a nice little, um, <laughs> moment there. It was a beautiful moment. So thank you Ari for that, um, for everything. So the reason it really, you know, switched into this whole different mindset of create of, of city girl at work is um, I was sharing the space with some amazing people. And just unofficially, um, we had open desks, a lot of our team was remote, um, or they were running around the city for events, and they didn't really need to come to headquarters, um, you know, for every day nine to five. And so I would sit in the office and think, wow, it's, it's really, it feels like there should be more people here, there's more collaboration that can happen. And I just feel like it's such a, it's such an inviting space it needs, it needs some energy. And so the people that were using the space outgrew it. Um, I was renting it, um, renting desks to, uh, a creative lawyer who he's amazing. If you ever want his info. Um, and also there was a, a great marketing company there and they actually ended up outgrowing the space. They grew so big. Mm-hmm. So I thought this is really great. Everyone that comes in here, they grow their business. It's really awesome. It's got some great energy. Um, and they left and I thought, you know what? I don't know if I need all this space for just me. Um, it's two rooms. And I'm thinking, I don't selfishly, I don't want to get rid of it because I love being here. But also, I feel like it can do more. I feel like we haven't even touched the surface of what we can do in the space to help bring people together. Um, 
and my lease wasn't up. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm still in a lease too. What mm-hmm. am I going to, you know, I don't want to stay here by myself. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, you know what, let's just see how this works. Let me officially turn it into a co-working space. Um, people had been working with me side by side on their own businesses for a while. I went on to Squarespace, created a quick website. I thought no harm, no foul. If it works, great. If it doesn't, you know, it didn't cost that much. And, you know, it was a nice experiment. But I knew there was more. And the reason I knew it was every time I saw somebody coming in for one of your events or somebody came in as a guest of the other people in the space, even our clients, they'd walk in and say, wow, this space, the energy, the light is so beautiful. And they would just stare for like a couple minutes. And I, and I'm not saying this to say, wow, we're such great designers. (laughs) Um, It's not that at all. But it was just the energy that people when they came into the space, they had to take a minute. And it just because it feels like a friend's apartment. Mm -hmm. It feels like you're coming to a place where you can feel cared about and loved and you're able to really do what you need to do and not feel judged for it and and just work um, or hang out or communicate, you know, build a community with other people. So that's really what it's about. And um, I'm very lucky in that people have been coming into the space more. Every time somebody comes in, I want to say most of the time it's, it's a love connection. It's a fit and they're booking. Um, and it, you know, it, it feels really great. And I always tell them, you know, like this is, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but here's, here's who our community attracts and Mm -hmm. here's what we're looking for because I don't just want anybody that's going to come in and pay a membership fee. That's not what it's about. It's about helping the right people, connecting them with each other and putting them in a space, giving them a space, not putting them in, but giving them a space, (laughs) putting them in, you're stuck here. No, Um, (laughs) but bringing the, bringing them together and building this community of like-minded women that can really collaborate. So I'm really excited about it. Hi there, I'm Leslie Castromere from Creative Women's Co. I'm here to tell you about the collective membership. Many of you have been asking us about how you can be more involved and engaged with us, whether it's through our live events or online. Here's how. Join us as a collective member starting as low as $9 a month. You can join Ari and many other creative women entrepreneurs for quality conversations at our live and online events, learning brunches, casual cocktail events, panel gatherings, speed mentoring sessions, and more. Also included is a monthly collective members only live mastermind video call on a variety of topics to discuss your challenges and how you can thrive. All that and more included in your collective membership starting as low as $9 a month. Join us as a collective member today. Sign up at creativewomens.co slash membership. You know what, when you actually start creating the, I think the website, or was it even before that, Mm-hmm. The main reason why I reach out to you and just kind of simply ask, hey, um, would it be okay if I kind of host like Korean Women's Co event at your space? Because I've been using, what's that place called right next to you? Next door, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was just like in a pinch. I was like, oh my God, I can't do it at next door anymore because it was just so hard to schedule the free um, room over there because it's pretty much first yeah. come, first serve base. And right. I was like, I need to figure out something fast. <laughs> and I saw, I think that you were posting on one of the um, closed Facebook group that mm-hmm. you actually are opening um, the space for other uh, creatives or like entrepreneurs to come in and work with you, like 
kind of use it yeah. in a mini working space. And I was like, okay, I'll just ask. The, the, the worst that can happen is that she will say no and I'll just figure it out. But I'm just right. like so happy for um, for you to finally say yes to it. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is happening. Okay, it's going to be awesome. And every single time we have the events at your space was like a few years back, every woman that came, it just feel like, oh my God, it just feel like they are feel welcome. They are feel, they, they feel like it's so inviting, right? Because yeah. it fits exactly how our events are being structured. I mean, all of our events for the weekend typically are catered to only like 10 people at a time. And because your space is like it's kind of big, but also like very intimate settings. Yes. And just like what you said earlier, it makes it feel like you are invited to a friend's apartment, but it's like the elevated feel of it. Yeah. Um, so it's just like so nice to have that uh, matching sort and so feel for all of our audience to come in, the attendees to come in and then feel the space and um, the event all at the same time. So I think there's like a synergy over there. Um, and for Absolutely. us to continue having the partnership this year as well, it just have been so wonderful because everyone has been saying that your space is just awesomely beautiful. And it's just Thank like, you. it's always good to be there with other women who also want to have like connection on a personal level or like learning together it just like attract the right type of women just like to um what you just mentioned earlier Char we're not catering this for everybody there's going to be like specific people that would feel this is the, the right space for me absolutely I think you're right on point with all of that that's amazing. All right. So next question that I have is just popping out in my head. I don't know if you <laughs> want to share it, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. What are the challenges that you have encountered so far when you start building this new brand under City Girl events? Will people actually, I mean, did people actually say to you that, hey, I'm confused which one is your business now because you have the event planning company and now you're doing the co-working space? Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. That's a good question. <laughs> Do we have longer than 30 minutes to talk about the challenge? <laughs> uh, right? It, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I think I can sum it up in a few different points. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking about this as we're talking because I, I like to, to be on the spot and just and speak from the heart when I speak. Um, one of the things is be, just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're going to be good or known. Uh, let's, let's talk about being good. Just because you're good at one part of your business doesn't mean you're going to be good at the next part. Um, for me, being an event planner, uh, at that point, I was an event planner for about nine years. Um, and it kind of, and I don't want to say it's an ego thing, mm-hmm. but you get to a point where you you feel pretty confident. You're considered, uh, generally speaking, I believe you're considered an expert in whatever you do after five years of consistent work in that field. Um, and I would say that it's not an ego thing, but it's just more, I felt confident in what I was doing on the event side. And then I thought, well, the, you know, the co-working side should be pretty easy too, right? <laughs> um, I mean, I've done this, so I should be able to do that. And it was very humbling to, um, to really be able to sit back and be um, almost like a freshman in college again or in high school and really being able to to know that I didn't know everything. And this was a new aspect, even though it was tied to my existing business, I'm working with different, different people, different demographic, different needs, 
um, just because the space was there and I had shared it with other people. Um, now I'm putting it on under City Girl at Work, different website, um, right? So there's there's lots of things and I, I wasn't good at it and I'm still learning. And, um, and just taking the idea that my assumptions of what I thought would work um, sometimes didn't and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to be a student again uh, in that, you know, I was, I was really used to teaching my clients about how to plan events and weddings. And I've sat back in the student role. Um, and I'm very uh, comfortable with that and being able to be coached. And all of the women coming into the co-working space, people renting the space for events, I ask them, please, please tell me what you think. If there's something that is not right, or something that you wished we had that you didn't, you know, I want to hear all your feedback, good, bad, ugly. So tell me everything. And I think just being that student again and letting them really tell me what their thoughts are mm-hmm. helps me to really um, first feel humbled again um, and, and go back to the, the drawing board. Um, but also it's going to help me learn and grow. And I still follow my instincts and I still um, know my path, but it's, it's, it's coming into a different what, why you're good in one area doesn't make you good in another area. So mm-hmm. you just have to be aware of that. Um, also, just because I have the next one is just because I have something in my head um, I know what I'm doing, but it takes people a while to learn about what you're doing. Yeah. There's so much noise on social media. There's so much noise in the world. Um, there's so many things happening on the news. Social media, you can flip through a news feed. Um, I don't know how many times a day what the statistics are, <laughs> right? And so you're true. seeing all these things and you're like, did I see that this person's doing this? Yeah. You know, did this person just do that? I mean, there's so many things going on. Mm-hmm. And just because Char says, yes, now we have a co-working space, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's going to take people a while to know what I'm doing. And then they're going to also ask, are you still doing events? But you're also, you have the co-working space. I don't get it. Are you doing both? How are you doing both? Mm-hmm. Um, so people are going through their mindset of, did I really see her post that? Oh, that is something new that she's doing. So I think the challenge for me was I just assumed that by putting it out there, people would know. And A, it takes people a long time to to know what's happening with you because there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is launching it correctly. I thought by posting, just creating a website, throwing it out there, just saying, hey, we're here. Whoever wants to come in can come in. Um, it was a great fantasy that I had in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but really, it just – it. I realized that having a strategic plan for marketing the space and really showing people how it could be used Mm -hmm. and really speaking with them, I think that's the next challenge too, kind of going into number three is um, really speaking to her, who my my target audience is. It's it's women that are um, either creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, they work remotely, um, they live near Lincoln Park or they, they like the Lincoln Park area and they're willing to travel mm-hmm. um, and be in an intimate space and really know who I was catering to and being able to speak to her um, in the right language, giving her the right ideas on the website about how she could use the space and why she'd want to be there. And I think that's the thing is like speaking to your audience, really being able to hone in on who that person is. Mm-hmm. And marketing, not just like in words, but also aesthetically, um, just all over social media marketing presence, 
um, that's very important. It's all about strategy. It's all about getting in front of the right people and then talking to them once you're in front of them so that they understand and that they also want to talk back. Yes. Right. I could be talking to somebody online with my verbiage and my photos, but that they might not, they might not receive what I'm saying. So I can get in front of you. I can get my exposure. I can be talking to you on the website, um, through my words and my photos, but you might not want to talk back. And so then it would be reevaluating and saying, Hey, Shar, that's a great idea about your website. It's, it's nice. It's pretty. You did all the nice buttons and all of that. <laughs> um, but nobody's speaking back to you. Why is that? Mm. And so being able to evaluate and say, do I have the right target market? Um, am I speaking their language? Am I giving them what they want? Maybe they don't want it. And for me, the pricing was too high in the beginning. Mm. That was huge. And I said, hey, guys, you know, I would ask people for their feedback. I said, you know, I've listened, I've updated the website, I've done this, what's next? What am I missing? And they said pricing. They said the pricing is way too high mm -hmm. for the market, for the location, for what you're offering. We love it. We think your space is great, but it's it's a little too high for most people's budgets. So that was hard to swallow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but I was coming in from a different place. I was at a different target market. Yeah. And also I thought, you know, if I'm starting my business, it's about starting it out um, and doing introductory rates and founding member rates to get the to get the buy-in. It doesn't mean I'm not going to raise my rates. I believe that it's worth way more than it is right now, mm -hmm. but it starts somewhere. You get the buy-in. You get the people to come in and, and be founding members. You get them to believe what you believe as far as the space, and then you grow it, and then you charge more, and then you raise it. Um, that was my model and it's actually worked really well. Mm -hmm. um, but it was about listening to my audience. It's, I want this target market. What do they want? And that was huge. So those are some of the challenges um, I could talk on and on and on. <laughs> I think you pretty much capture like the, the wholesomeness of like <laughs> creating a new venture or like even starting a new business idea and stuff like that, right? Because I think there's so much um great nuggets that you just share over there i was actually going to um cue you in because i have this other questions but then you keep yeah. um sharing this more um inside i was like okay i'm just gonna let her talk more <laughs> about this um, information because you capture all of the essence of being an entrepreneur because we as an entrepreneur we're constantly learning i think that set us apart with um I'm not going to say like other people, but for people who really embrace entrepreneurship, sure, we have the ups and, and the downs and the crazy days and the happy <laughs> days and the unicorn days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's this like constant learning opportunities that we are getting all the time because our brains start talking back, hey, how about we try that one and see if this one will work? And then the strategy just keep going <laughs> up and down. And then you're just trying to like see, okay, which one that actually work? Let's test it out. So it's right. just about like embracing that and then really figuring out what do we need to do in terms of like getting this project off the ground or like trying to make sure that um, the right audience is being captured or are we actually talking to the right audience like how do we need to speak to this audience and um, really revolving all of the solution for the audience not really for us right sure we'll get a little bit of that portion 
But what's <laughs> important is really is the audience because without them, you're not going to have any business. Nobody going to yes. come to you because you're centered everything around you. I guess right. if you're a celebrity, <laughs> that would be a different thing. But since we're right. not a celebrity... <laughs> I mean, we could be, right? Come on. My dog okay. thinks I'm a celebrity, right? Come on. Fair enough. Sadie loves totally. it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. But I think, yeah, you have touched on so many different levels in there, the branding, the marketing side, and then really the strategy and figuring out how do you reach your target audience to make sure that you are speaking the right language and then you're providing the right solutions for them. So I think you capture all of them beautifully, Char. And um, I guess... In terms of now having two separate brands, one for the event planning and then the other one is a co-working space, is it, is it I guess, like in your um, business plan to kind of either merge them into one or maybe create some sort of like umbrella company? How is that, um, I guess, like coming for your businesses? That's a great question. So that is a question I ask myself almost every day, every other day is, um, is, is, so for me, I'm at the center of the businesses in that my why is to help people, um, through different parts of their life. And I always knew I couldn't help them in the medical sense or, you know, in the legal sense, but I was going to do it in my way. Mm -hmm. And my way is helping people through big life moments, um, or, you know, big, big questions that they have. So for the weddings and events, that made sense. It's city girl events. For City Girl at Work, it's creating an environment and an experience. And we just had somebody today that is looking, she's using the space, she's looking for jobs, she's applying, and she's going through a big life change. And so for me, that was so exciting. I'm like, yes, stay, do, you know, (laughs) do your search here. I'm going to send you some good energy. Um, But really, I think for, to answer your question, um, that is the ultimate question, right? Because I've, I've been coming up with my new bio um, as far as how do I tie everything to make it make sense in mm-hmm. like a 30 second elevator pitch. And for me, it's about talking about the city girl brand and the experience and the why. And then eventually, yes, there's going to be one website where all of the city girl um, endeavors will be all on one because there is more to come. Um, wink, wink. There will be things that I release over the next few years, which I'm really pumped uh-huh. about. <laughs> but that's just me. I mean, that's just, I, I like to keep it exciting and also grow. Um, but I think too, you know, for me, I'm also separately going to be speaking and teaching and, um, you know, doing some of these things. And so I'm going to have my own separate sharokinapazan.com as well. So it's tying to my city girl brand together in a nice bow and giving, giving that, um, giving that one home online. Uh, and then also the my own personal brand, right? So that's the. It's actually it's interesting thinking about it out loud and talking with you. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Because there's so many routes to go, and I I will probably bug you at some point about that. <laughs> <laughs> because clearly I seem like I'm all over the place with it. Um, no, but in all seriousness, it is that is the goal mm-hmm. is to make it make it so that it's a city girl brand, um, and you can see all the different businesses that go into it that will help people with different parts of their life I'm so excited for you honestly this is going to be so exciting to see everything coming to place and in a way structured better right because then it will be a lot clearer for people to see okay Sharkina Pazan as the brand is x y and z and then um see the girl um events and the co-working space will be 
I don't know if you're going to have a different name, but let's just assume that you're going to have the CD Girl brand as like the big umbrella to really mm-hmm. capture the two brands under it, right? The events and yeah. the um, co-working space. So I think it would be a smart way to do it in, in a sense because I did similar things. I don't know um, if oh. I have shared this before with everyone on the podcast, but people have started to see me as the face of Great Women's Go back, I think, in 2017 or early 2018. And they would come up to me and say, oh, yeah, I know you. You're Ari from Great Women's Go. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on, <laughs> hold on here. I did not actually want to be seen as the face of Great Women's Go because my my big drive for Great Women's Go is to actually as making it as a community project. So I want to center everyone within the community as the face of Great Women's Go, not my face. So <laughs> it was just like a wake up call for me to just really understand how how would I want people to perceive my brand because I want to be associated more to my main company, which is Scalafia, and not really tied directly to Great Women's Go. Sure, I'm the founder and I'll speak at some of the events, but I want sure. Great Women's Go to be highlighting the community instead of myself. And that was just like a really good way for me to really look at things differently from other um, perspective because then it gives me a new, I guess, like purpose in a sense to create a separate brand for myself, right? The arikshushak.com is also my own personal website where where it actually share more in terms of like who I am, things that mm-hmm. I do, things that I speak about, where I got featured or um, a speaking engagement that I've been and things like that. And it also touched base more in terms of like, here are how I can help. So maybe on the other section, it says, if you need help in terms of like design and things like that, go to my company. And then if you want to connect with other creative women, go to creativewomens.co. Um, so there's just like more um, guided direction in terms of like what you want people to expect out of you, the information that you want them to know about you and how you are leading them to understand more of who you are and your ventures. So I think I'm super excited to just kind of see that you're finally <laughs> having that plan and yeah. um, seeing it live in maybe the next couple of months, I hope. Well, now <laughs> this is the accountability, right? When this comes out, it's got to be done. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, well, you already did like the quick website for your own co-working space. I know you can totally like create your own personal website Um quickly I hope (laughs) yeah yeah I will be calling you about that for sure (laughs) awesome all right Shar is there anything else that you would want to share with all of our audience uh, before we wrap up our podcast episode today yeah I'm just you know I think I'm really excited this season you know on the creative women's co podcast you're gonna see um, you're gonna hear so many interesting perspectives. You're gonna hear from so many incredible women. Um, you know, in this season, what I'm excited about is, you know, we've got a lot of great questions, but a lot of it you'll notice when you're listening to this, it's just going to be very conversational. It's going to be like two two friends at a cafe having some great cappuccino and just really diving into some of these questions. And I really geek out over all of the women that we've interviewed over season three. So um, I think all of Ari's uh, Creative Women's Co. and all of their their seasons have been great. But this one, this is going to be the best season yet. So if you are ready, please dive in. You're going to you're going to have the best time. 
Awesome. Fantastic. Okay, Shar, I will let you go. And for everyone who's listening, make sure to check out our next episode. And please send us your feedback or share with us your um, stories and things like that and how we can support you. And for pretty much next time, we'll see you at the next episode. See ya. Bye. This episode is sponsored by City Girl at Work. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode. We hope you have an amazing day. 